Thank you everyone for being here and thank you to our sponsor Anchor. Since I started my podcasting journey, I found Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast and many others. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app now. Go to anchor.fm, A N C H O R.fm, and get started. Download the app. It's very easy. Anchor.fm. Thank you. Namaste. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Divine Human. I am your host, Maria Martinez, and today we have Federico Vallin. Federico is a clinical hypnotherapist and a cancer coach. Federico is most well known for supporting his clients, coming back to their full power using an integrative approach. An integrative approach means addressing each individual as a whole person, not just physical, but emotional, mental, and spiritual. He has specialized training and experience as a clinical hypnotherapist, medical support, cancer coach, and offering spiritual guidance. He's been working since 2003 as an intuitive coach, supporting clients finding peace and reconciliation in their relationships, creating, creating as a result, a more meaningful and connection to themselves. His latest offering is the Breast Cancer Empowerment Program, which is a unique 12-week cancer program coaching program that supports women in addressing all aspects of cancer, moving them to finding the power to thrive within themselves. Beautiful. Federico lives in Vancouver, Canada, and works with his clients in person and online. Welcome, Federico. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you're up to. Thank you so much. What am I up to? Oh, how do I answer to that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you, very busy, very busy with uh, my hands on different and different projects at the same time. Um, the one we just completed here was the, uh, yeah, the, the empowerment program I was telling you about, which is called The Power to Thrive. And, uh, you know, very interestingly, it's a, it's a project that initially started to be all focused on cancer, oh, sorry, on breast cancer. But then we realized that, um, yeah, we would leave so many people out of it if uh, if it was only dedicated to that. So we now extend it to all types of patients and cancers that uh, want to participate in this coaching program. Yeah, so that's what's been keeping me busy lately. So tell us a little bit about what got you interested or what ignited the passion within you to move into this direction. Yeah, that's a fabulous question. You know what, my mom. Mm. so many people say my mom eh? like just <laughs> get all the credit eh? that's so good my mom you know my mom had cancer on her throat when I was 17 and um, yeah she did something that um, well I believe that no child should go through with their parents like she she was so into the process and so concerned about me um uh, having, you know, a hard time with it, that she basically didn't tell me about it for a long time. Mm. So I knew my mom was going through something, but I didn't know exactly what it was until later. And um, 
she really did a lot of self-healing. She did a lot mm-hmm. of work with affirmations, with energy work, with different healers. At the same time, she was going through medical treatments. Um, thankfully, not too severe, but that really inspired me. That really inspired me to work with that population with cancer, um, to understand more of the roots. You know, there's so many unknowns about cancer and uh, mm-hmm. But so much of it comes uh, stems from spiritual uh, sources, from emotional sources. So that's what mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. You and I met at a, our hypnotherapy certification. So tell yes. us a little bit about how hypnotherapy is supporting your clients, how, how you're bringing in hypnotherapy as well as your other uh, trainings and modalities into what you're creating. Yeah, definitely. Well, hypnotherapy... Man, like hypnotherapy is just so powerful. Um, it's like basically the ability to, to, to have this tool that just allows you to connect directly with the subconscious of the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. And um, as you know, Maria, everything is in the subconscious, right? Uh, right. Yeah, so uh, it's just a wonderful way for me to connect with really what's what's laying inside at the core of each person and mm-hmm. bring positive suggestions, positive ideas, the, the possibilities to change. Mm-hmm. And the results are amazing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, as you know. So hypnotherapy has been uh, really essential to this coaching program that we just created. And um, But there is so much more. There's so much more to it. And right. uh, hypnotherapy has definitely been a central piece to it, for sure. Beautiful. Uh, and you know your statement about so much is in the subconscious mind, infinite possibilities in the subconscious mind. And you know we use hypnotherapy as well as energy workouts or as other spiritual methods to access that and bring that full potential out, so that we can create the space of healing. Yeah. So uh, tell us, uh, tell us, or share with us one of your practices that uh, our audience may find value in and maybe be yeah. implemented on a daily basis. Yeah, well, you know what? One, one of the ones at the beginning of this program is the progressive relaxation, mm-hmm. which is so simple and so powerful. You know, relaxing from the top of your head all the way to the bottom of your feet uh, as you count from 10 down to one. That's mm-hmm. one that I do. Another one is about um, bringing reconciliation, forgiveness and, and pos- transforming negative feelings towards somebody into, into a positive. Um, those are two of the exercises that I use a lot. Um, mm-hmm. so your choice. I don't know. But which yeah. one would you like me to share? <laughs> uh, let's start with the one that's the shortest one for you. Uh, and let's see if we have time for the other one. Yeah, sounds good. So um, do you want me to do it just as people can just close their eyes? And yeah, yeah, as if, if, as if the audience was in front of us right now so that when they Perfect. listen to it, they can just relax, sit back and then follow your guidance. Perfect. Okay, well, first thing I need to say is that if you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> Pay attention to the road. Uh, you can listen to this recording from Maria and her show later on. But if you're not, if you can find a comfortable space where you can close your eyes, just Mm -hmm. go ahead and do that. And take a couple of deep breaths. Just with each breath, calming down and relaxing a little more. 
That's right. And you know what? What I'm going to do now is that as you relax, I'm going to start counting from 10 down to 1. And with each number, we're going to relax more and more each of the muscle groups of your body. And we're going to start by relaxing the scope. That's right. Relax the scope, your forehead. And the muscles I really want you to relax on your face are your eyelids and your jaw. So go ahead and really deeply relax your eyelids, your jaw, because we hold so much pressure there that we can let it go. 10 and nine, as you let it go, relax your neck. Eight, relaxing your shoulders, really letting all the weight of your shoulders relax more and more with every breath. Very good. Seven, now go ahead and relax your arms, your chest, your upper back. Six, relaxing all the internal organs. And maybe you can start noticing how your heart starts slowing down a little. And that's completely normal. That only means that you're relaxing more and more and this Wave of relaxation can extend to the rest of your body. Seven, go ahead and relax your hips, your waist. And as you do that, simply notice the weight of your body in the chair, on the sofa, wherever you are, it's just perfect. Just simply let it go. Five, relaxing your thighs. You're halfway there, feeling wonderful, relaxed. And this is a beautiful space of relaxation in which a lot of healing happens for relaxing your knees. And that's not because I say so, but because it is your natural ability to do so. To go really deep and relax. Now three, relaxing your calf muscles, your ankles. Two, relaxing your feet, almost there. Almost there, relaxing with every number. And now that you have relaxed your entire body, one, relax your mind, letting all thoughts and worries dissipate and disappear from your mind right now. Just being in this space of relaxation is deeply healing and recovering for you. And it is natural that as you come here often, as you listen to this recording often, you notice that progressively more and more, you can relax more and find more healing because it's a natural space where healing can happen. Right on. So as I count from one up to three, I'm gonna snap my fingers and you're gonna come back feeling refreshed, wonderful, ready for the next second half of the day feeling empowered and grounded. All right, one, take a deep breath, maybe stretch your toes, your fingers, two, get ready to open your eyes and one, <laughs> wide awake. Wonderful. Beautiful, <laughs> that, was, that was very fast, but also it takes you there. Yeah. So what are some of the feelings, um, maybe physical uh, feelings that somebody knows they're experiencing in hypnosis mm. 
you mean the, the feelings that the sensations that the sensations in the body know that oh oh this is it <laughs> yeah yeah i'm there i'm there I'm there. all right so you know whenever i get to this question asked I, I talk about um environmental hypnosis you know when people are driving and mm -hmm. they lose track of time and they're daydreaming mm -hmm. or when they are like sitting on the sofa and something all of a sudden they forget about time so that mm -hmm. kind of letting go of the time of the world mm -hmm. of time that's that's a symptom of hypnosis another one is just how deeply you can relax the eyelids to the point mm -hmm. that they even if you try to open and they don't open for the time mm -hmm. being that's mm -hmm. really that's a good one and the other one is the weight you know you start to notice the weight of your own body mm -hmm. Yeah, when you start to notice the own, the, your own weight, the weight of your legs against the chair and everything, you're in. And it's a really <laughs> natural and really awesome place to be. <laughs> Very nice. I felt all of that. Uh, I also felt um, the increased salivation, the oh. fluttering of the eyes, which are also sensations that you may experience as you're going Absolutely. into that relaxed state. So that's beautiful. So as you can see, even in this very short time, you can go into that space of healing so absolutely absolutely i mean if we speak about technicalities uh when we relax that much we enter in what is called the parasympathetic state mm -hmm. right where the, the the blood starts uh being irrigated towards this the skin and different parts of the brain that's why it's mm -hmm. so healing and so warming you know mm -hmm. it's feeling warmer on the outside and mm -hmm. yeah that's what you that's part of what you're i'm sure all the yeah. people were too yeah. yes yes so definitely listen to this one as often as you get a chance to as you can um the more you practice obviously the easier it is to get into the state and and allow the space for healing to happen beautiful yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. i talk about i talk about going into this space like diving you know the mm -hmm. first time you do it is like you dive five feet next time you dive 10 feet Mm -hmm. allow yourself to go deeper as, as deep as you allow yourself to go every time right it's perfect absolutely tell us a little bit about the journey of your clients as they go through this process and the rest of you know, the processes you have in your program it's the journey like yeah the journey of of living with cancer is um yeah pretty powerful pretty powerful um, one of the things i love saying is Cancer changes everything. Cancer brings mm -hmm. a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. And those changes can be good. Mm -hmm. Those changes can be powerful. And they can give a person the chance to restructure their life mm -hmm. in a positive way. Uh, I have lots of clients who, over the years, um, have become a whole different person after cancer. And the person that they become is actually like a butterfly. Mm -hmm. caterpillar that thought that the world was over and he became a butterfly a lot of people come on the other side feeling like they got a second chance and, mm -hmm. and that this time around is going to be different and that there's going to be so much more intention and so much of you know one, one thing i notice a lot maria is that part of the cancer journey is uh, for many people is that they realize that they have put their needs for last Mm, yes you know, a lot of cancer patients are people who are very sacrificed for others they, they do a lot for others for the communities families uh, but having cancer kind of like grounds them onto realizing how important they are themselves mm -hmm. and giving themselves a lot so 
Um, yeah, so the program that I run and my work is about really supporting them into staying on this powerful state of mind and, and, and positivity where not only they heal, but they become someone new, mm -hmm. someone greater. Yeah, um, there's so much into it, right? Like there is mm -hmm. uh, the whole conversation about relationships, um, self-image, you know, mm -hmm. preparing for surgery, all the phobias that might be mm -hmm. around operations, surgery, doctors, blood, all these things. Um, there's a, there, I have a whole list of tough questions and, and important mm -hmm. things that every cancer patient should know about that a lot of the times part of the journey is that people get a diagnosis and that mm -hmm. is in itself a pretty shocking, almost traumatic time for many. Mm -hmm. So with hypnotherapy, we work around removing some of that trauma. Mm -hmm. um, but then a lot of the attention, if not every part of the attention at the, at the medical level is on the cancer itself. Mm -hmm. And the person ends up feeling a little bit neglected or like mm -hmm. the other parts of the person are kind of like put on, on the back burner mm -hmm. for a reason, right? Like doctors mm -hmm. want to get rid of the cancer, but we need to start treating people as a whole. And mm -hmm. that's what my work is all about. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you and your program have any process connected to releasing epigenetics? Um, so I, I, I work with um, cancer patients as well. And a couple of things that I've seen is that they'll say my mom or my father or my aunt died from cancer. And it's usually the same type of cancer. So it's something that at one point or another, they accept it as this is what's going to happen to me. It's already in my DNA or it's already part of my what I've inherited. And the way they approach it is almost like, Oh, I, I accept it and this is my path versus stepping back and saying I could change this mm -hmm. I can I can decide that this is not going to be my path or my destiny so I've seen that um, and I've also seen what you described earlier when they get the diagnosis where they get the diagnosis and they were feeling fine some to some degree and then all of a sudden their health declines mm -hmm. uh, like that trauma of it and then that acceptance of it as this is the only choice I have. Um, mm -hmm. What have you seen and what is your approach? Yeah, well, I've seen a lot of that for sure. Um, there's a whole component of the work, of this work that is based around beliefs. Mm -hmm. Whatever you believe around the cancer will apply, will apply to you. You know, Henry Ford had this quote that says, whether you believe you're right or wrong, you're right. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yes. so, um, if you believe that the cancer happened to you because of your genes, mm -hmm. if you believe that it happened because of the environment, if you believe that there's no cure for it, if you believe that there is cure for it, if you believe that it's God's punishment, if you mm -hmm. believe that uh, it's because of your negative thoughts or you believe that you're going to be out of it soon or you believe that you can be the exception, whatever you believe, um, I mean, I'm not here to promise that that will be the outcome, right. but it definitely, it definitely marks a lot of what the journey looks like. Mm -hmm. and, and it has been proven on tests and exams and like data that the people that have the greatest chance for survival are those who have something on the other end that they can hold on to. Mm -hmm. that they say, you know what? I cannot die because I need to stay alive for my kids. I need mm -hmm. to see them grow. 
or um, or that they believe that they are going to be the difference. That there's a there's a cure out there. That they have the power within to make the mm -hmm. change. Um, a lot happens when the person lets go, right? Mm -hmm. Totally let go and say, "Well, there's no cure." And um, but there is there are miracles. There are people absolutely who make the miracles happens. happen every day. <laughs> every day, and and I'm starting to believe that the miracles are not miracles. They are simply. You know, one of the things that Carolyn may say all the time that I really love is uh, making the extraordinary ordinary and the ordinary extraordinary. <laughs> I love that. And how miracles can be this normal occurrence. And mm -hmm. uh, if you believe that that's true to you, for you, that makes a whole difference when it comes to uh, epigenetics and, and how your results are going to be, right? Um, so whether you believe that they come from family or not, the, the reality is that a lot of us actually had in our genes cancer cells, mm -hmm. but they never develop. They never get to right. function. They never get to, to become because um, the conditions aren't there, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have been carrying in your mind for the last 10, 20, 40 years that, oh, my dad had this, and therefore I mm -hmm. must, or it's just a matter of time before I have it, mm -hmm. um, that definitely has an impact. Mm -hmm. you work with the mind and, and you know that the mind is so right. powerful absolutely it, it so creates powerful. a reality absolutely it, it, every day every day yeah. so yeah so we we work a lot around beliefs for sure removing those beliefs and um and one of the beliefs that i would love to share with your audience is that you can be the difference mm -hmm. i love that you can be the difference there you are i love that and and what you just said is so powerful because you know, just kind of as you're talking, I'm thinking about different clients that I work with and uh, a couple of things that keep popping up is that if their life has been very difficult to begin with, very traumatic, that thing that, you know, to live for is, is either they can't connect to it or they haven't connected to it or it's not really there. So the importance of them connecting to something that is greater than themselves yeah. uh, then it allows them to move into, I have to be here. I'm still not complete, or I want to be here, or I desire to feel better so that I can participate and show up in life. Absolutely. So it's, that's, that's amazing that you're doing Absolutely. that. Holding on to something that's greater than mm. yourself, you know, or mm. something that really inspires you to keep right. going and that you're looking forward to, uh, whether are your grandchildren or... Yes. Oh my God! I have not finished writing writing this book, and I'm not leaving until I do it. Or you know, mm -hmm. I, have, I have to come back to work. Um, that you know, it's kind of like being a swimmer and seeing the the, the shore in front of you, and mm -hmm. saying like, I am not going to stop until I get I there. Get right. Very different from someone who's swimming and doesn't see the end. Right. 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 But, but the difference is in your mind. Like you mm -hmm. can be the swimmer who doesn't see an end and all of a sudden start imagining and, and proposing to your own mind that there is an island mm -hmm. and you are going to reach the island. So that's exactly that's kind of like the thing in front of you that you decide to set for yourself to that can keep you alive. That can right. keep you alive. So yeah, definitely like holding on to that hope yes. and holding on to possibility. Yes. That's beautiful. So I have a question that it's two part. What is the biggest challenge that you've experienced and what is the challenge that you've experienced with working with these clients, with your clients? Oh, um, one of the biggest challenges is moving us or moving people out of the victim consciousness. Mm. 
you know, um, moving them out of victim consciousness. And the other part of it is moving them out of the warrior consciousness. Mm, Because, you know, I mean, totally, exactly. The the opposite, the two ends of the spectrum. And Maria, you've seen it everywhere. Everything that has to do with cancer is like the war against Mm. the battle and being mm-hmm. a warrior and the fight against and and you know bombarding the cells and so much of the dialectic so much of the of the of the wording is like warlike right mm-hmm. and and you're a warrior and a survivor and so a lot of my work has to do with taking people bring them into balance so, so in a play in, in a way that they are not a victim that they don't feel victimized that they can become their own heroes in their own journey mm-hmm. But at the same time, they don't enter into a war in which they're fighting a part of themselves. Right. Which could be the cancer. But how about instead of fighting the cancer, we go into loving mm-hmm. all of yourself so much mm-hmm. that the, that love is just going to engulf mm-hmm. the cancer and, and bring the cells uh, to leave your body and to, to restore balance, right? That, so that's beautiful. Uh, so removing somebody from the consciousness of victimhood mm-hmm. to being a hero, but also moving from being a warrior and, a, and, a, and that you're in a fight mm-hmm. to be in that place of acceptance and deep, deep love for self. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you use the word survivor. And I've seen that word a very be very much attached to the victim. Of course. This is what happened to me. This is so... It, so they are almost constantly in that survival. So whether they've survived that, then they create another thing to survive and then another thing to survive. Um, so it's very interesting, the work that you're doing to shift them and find that balance, find the balance Absolutely. of self-love, self-acceptance, of creating more ease yeah. in, in life and allowing life to flow. That's beautiful. Absolutely. And, and let me tell you, like, if there is something a cancer patient needs, is all the vital energy that they can get. You know, mm-hmm. all the vital energy that they can get because uh, they need it to, in order for their vitals to to stay powerful and strong. Right. Mm-hmm. So the more you be, the, the more you spend um, surviving and fighting, the more tired. You, and and I mean, you're a hypnotherapist. You know the powerful mm-hmm. words, right? The words we right. really are like the script of our lives. Right, yeah. right, beautiful. So what message could you share with our audience that they could take away today and start implementing in their life? What awareness can you leave them with? Wisdom can you leave them with? Let's say that they didn't get anything at all, but this is the one thing they got. What would that be? Yeah, um, well, I would just tie it with what we just say there, uh, whether they have cancer or not. Um, our job as humans is to find that balance between being victims or heroes, sorry, between being victims or warriors. We just need to become heroes of our own story. Uh, how we rephrase our own story, how we look back into our day, into our lives and mm-hmm. really look at our own story with, uh, from an empowered place, that's the key. That's the key. A lot of uh, vital energy gets to um, be reinvested in the body and we end up doing really well when we stop fighting. Beautiful. Ah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. What has been your biggest lesson 
and that supported you in getting here to this point where now you're serving, contributing, and influencing others to see their greatness, their their potential. My biggest lesson, Maria, that's a that's a pretty <laughs> loaded question there. <laughs> well, you know what? I think, and my wife would totally agree with this. Um, for the majority of my life, I feel very victimized myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I was born in a, in a very poor country, in poor conditions, um, made it to Canada as a refugee. I've been here. It's been a long, long journey. And for a long time, I mm -hmm. felt victimized by my destiny, by, by mm -hmm. life in a way. Um, but it wasn't until I started re thinking and reshaping and reinterpreting uh, my story that everything Beautiful. changed. That's very powerful. Yes. Yeah, and now I'm here sharing this with others. Yeah. Beautiful. So you just describe it, your work. It's like stepping back and looking at the truth yes. and everything that you created as the illusion and unraveling that and finding the truth and gratitude in that and then stepping into that. And yeah. then from there, moving forward uh, in a very powerful way. Yeah. Not as the victim, not as the warrior, but that very beautiful, balanced individual. In the center. Yeah. It's a, it's a, very, it's a mindful place to be, right? That's what mindfulness mm -hmm. is all about, too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not about ignoring your feelings. It's not yeah. about ignoring what's, what's going on. But, but finding that place in the middle, in the center, where your feelings don't own you. And also where your story doesn't own you anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of like the biggest lesson that I can think of right now that I can share. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. Very insightful. Mm -hmm. uh, and the process was amazing. Where can the audience find you if they wanted to connect with you? Yeah, well, um, my website is called Valin Hypnotherapy, which is my last name, V-A-L-L-I-N with the word hypnotherapy, Valin Hypnotherapy. And the name of my cancer program, the coaching program, which is 12 weeks, is called The Power to Thrive. ThePowerToThrive.com. And uh, that's a landing page which uh, brings people into a little webinar that I prepare for where they can see a lot more of what it's all about, uh, get on a call with me. You know, and people can like, I mean, should I tell my phone number here? I can't. If I, you would like, yes. Perfect. <laughs> if you're comfortable. <laughs> yeah, like in the old days, 778-772-1915. Eh? I'm in Canada, by the way. And 778-772-1915. Um, you, you know, people get on a call with me and then they, they see if we're a match and, and how I can support them. I, I work with them as hypnotherapy clients, but also offering emotional directive what I call emotional health care, sorry, spiritual health care, you know, mm -hmm. and, and then also the coaching program for cancer patients, you mm -hmm. know, so in any way they can get in contact with me and I, I love to hear from people and I, I love this work. I love people and everybody, every conversation I get into is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you for being with us here today. I, you brought lots of value and I'm sure my audience really appreciates that. And especially your process that they can go back to over and over again and yeah. reap all the benefits from it. I'd love Absolutely. to have you back again and yes. we can, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Um, your next availability. Yeah. Thank you again for being here and thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much, Maria. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye for now.